The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Subscribe to Inclusion Revolution Radio wherever you get your podcasts. Underdog Fantasy is the fastest growing fantasy app and easiest place to play fantasy sports. Just jump on underdogfantasy.com or download the app, draft your team, and that's it. And if drafts aren't your thing, they also have a pick'em game where you can win 20 times your money in a single night. Use promo code RADIO and Underdog will double your first deposit when you sign up with up to $100 in bonus cash. Deposit $100? Get $100 free. That's promo code RADIO. Terms and conditions apply. This is Stacking the Box with NFL insider Matt Berteram and Mark Carmen. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Sunday night. The podcast is rolling, even in the holiday season. Matt Verderam, Mark Carmen, with you here, stacking the boxes. What a what a what a day of, of football here as we kind of digest Week 15. Here we're starting with Kansas City and the Saints. Another close game for the Chiefs, of course, and of course they come out on top. They do not. What do they push, Verderam? Is that a push? I, I push. Push. Yeah, they pushed it. So they did not cover, bottom line. I think that's six weeks in a row now. Yep. Uh, but but the uh, – I guess the interesting thing here is nothing really changed with the Chiefs, but now you're looking at New Orleans and you're seeing Drew Brees back on the field, and it wasn't great, to say the least. It wasn't. 15-34 to 34 for 234, three touchdowns and a pick, and frankly, he didn't even play that well. Uh, so a lot of that was padded by the last drive of the game where he threw for like 70 yards. He, it wasn't good. Uh, a lot of underthrows. A lot of underthrows, some, some overthrows. Uh, he threw one pick. He easily could have thrown three or four. Um, after the game, he's like, yeah, I'm not healthy. All right, well, that's good to know now. Um, I'm assuming the Saints know it going into the game, but like it, it was obvious. I don't think anybody was fooled. Uh, and, and they couldn't run the ball either. Uh, you know, They didn't have that threat of Taysom Hill, 60 yards on 17 carries. It's nothing. Uh, and, and for the second week in a row, look, the Saints had been the best team against the run. Philly went for over 200 yards against them. The, the Chiefs went for 179 and a touchdown. Um, it was a bludgeoning. Now, the, the Saints, they hung in there, took advantage of a turnover. Uh, you know, they, they got a safety on one of the dumbest plays I've ever seen by a, a, a punt returner. But ultimately, yeah. I mean, the main concern if you're the Saints is Breeze did not look good. And is that a matter of rust or is that what he is going forward? When I was watching Kansas City and New Orleans today, the Chiefs were having a hard time protecting Patrick Mahomes. Yes. I mean, they were – that was significant. So, if you're a Saints fan, I guess you feel somewhat optimistic that you have a defense that can – cause some problems, and then the other side of it is, if Drew looks like this the last two weeks, what do you do? Because maybe maybe you – I mean, that's a real tough question at the end of his career, and I don't think you do anything different, but you no. might – you might you – might, you, you might play two quarterbacks. You I could. don't think you can, man. I think you just go with them, and it is what it is. Like, I, I don't – I mean, what are they going to do, put Jameis in there? 
No, I, dude, let Taysom Hill play. Taysom, he's not good. I, 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 I understand. He may not be worse than this. I, I grant you that. But I run some wildcat. Do, do different things. Be creative. Get out of the box. I don't know. Lining up straight and going right at him. That doesn't sound like a great formula. That being said, no dominant team in the NFC. I mean, Green Bay is going to be the one seed. I think that's pretty clear, yeah. right? I mean, yep. are, are we are we fair on that one? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's pretty obvious. Um, okay. They're going to be the one. All they have to do is win one of their last two games. You would think they'll do that. No, they're not easy games. They're not easy games. They're at home against Tennessee on Sunday Night Football. and then. Uh, they they go and they, they play the Bears week 17 who are going to have everything in the world to play for. But I, I can't imagine that they're losing both those games. So, right. And my plan is that you beat Tennessee, you clinch, you don't care about the last week, you allow the Bears to win after they beat Jacksonville this week. That'll be four wins in a row for the beloved Houston, Minnesota today, and then Jacksonville and Green Bay, and Bears, playoffs, Arizona, just lose one damn game. Lose a game, they, Cardinals. They might. They got the they got the Niners and the Rams. I mean, they, I mean, they, and, they could uh, lose. All right, and, and we're gonna get to yeah, Jets, we'll get there. The Jets in a second, but that was just unbelievable. Uh, what's your biggest takeaway from Kansas City? I, I, I it wasn't perfect. Uh, and Clyde Edwards-Helaire, that's not uh, that's not ideal either. No, and I reported um, right after the game, look, the Chiefs came out and said x-rays were negative. I, I reported uh, per a source that they are giving him an MRI on Monday, um, and they'll, they'll figure out the extent of the damage there. The main concern, according to the source, is the groin. So doesn't sound like an ankle, doesn't sound like a knee, but is it a pull? Is it a tear? Is it torn all the way through? I mean, they, they don't know. They got to wait. So we're going to wait and find out. Groins, as uh, anybody knows who's ever had a groin injury, they are very tricky and they do not heal. So, uh, but this is the NFL, a lot of drugs and a lot of good doctors. Let's, uh, let's go to Buffalo, man. 48-19 Saturday over the Broncos. Josh Allen going bananas. 28 of 40, 359, couple of tutties. Now all of a sudden people are putting Allen in the MVP race, which is bizarre, but even the fact they're even mentioning it. And then the Bills coming home and the fans are at the airport welcoming them back. I mean, this is amazing. Here we go, Buffalo. Congratulations. Where do you where are you ranking the Bills in the AFC and the NFL, Matt Verderam? Second. Period. Second. They're the best team in football that's not Kansas City. Wow, that's a big statement. You think they're be- you think hands down better than Green Bay? I don't think they're hands down better, but I take them. I think they win the game. They're better defensively than Green Bay is. What what the hell does Green Bay do better offensively? They run the ball better, I guess. But what are they? I I think Buffalo. I, don't know, better. Man. I, I think Buffalo. Buffalo to me is at least in the ballpark offensively with Green Bay, and they're much better than them defensively. That's just crazy to um, think about that the that you have as much confidence in the Bills' offense come playoff time as the Green Bay Packers. I'm struggling with that right now, Vernon Ram. I, I'm not there, but I'm willing right, to. Well, have where my, the hell do you have them? Uh, where do I have the Bills? That's the question. Yes. 
Hold on a second here. There, pushy. you had the outline. You knew the question was coming. Where pushy, do you have him? Pushy. The outline came like three minutes ago. You're so fine. You're you fine. Settle, you you read. Like I'll take. More. I. I will. Okay. Where you want my my NFL power rankings right now, Verderam? That's fine. Yeah. I Kansas City, Green Bay, Tennessee. Wow. Buffalo. Tennessee even, couldn't stop you, me, and nine guys off the street. Tennessee, did you see Derrick Henry throw down whoever he threw down today? That was the greatest play in NFL history as far as the running backs concerned. That was freaking awesome. He, he is not someone I'd want to tackle. <laughs> Look, man, I like the Titans. I love the offense. The defense just scares the hell out of me. Uh, they're fine. Just come playoff time, baby. Ball control, Tennessee. I don't. I, listen, I could be proven wrong, but I, I like the Titans more than I like the Bills. Okay. Oh, they beat them. Uh, they beat them up. So, you know, it's not, it's not insane. I just – I like the Bills a lot. I think the Bills are really, really good. Now, I will say this. You know, you start seeing people now going a little overboard, like, they're the best team in football. Like, you know, I, look, I, I think to beat Kansas City, they'd need some breaks. I do. I just don't think they can get to Mahomes enough. I think it's just – it's – that's a big ask. It's a big ask. But I do think they're the biggest threat to Kansas City. And I think Green Bay's in the mix for that. I, but I, I, those would be my – Green Bay's my third team, by the way. Okay. Um, but I, the me, Titans are The Titans are a threat, man. You here, watch here's, out. I here's guess. my honest-to-God thought on the Titans. They're very undervalued offensively. A.J. Brown's really good. Corey Davis is having an excellent year. And Henry is ridiculous. Tannehill's having a really good year. I think they're really well coached. They have the least amount of sacks in the NFL. They're the worst team in the league on third down. They play Kansas City. They're never seeing the football. That's my opinion. I, I, I just think literally the Chiefs would not punt the ball once. Listen, I, 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 let me slow down and say that again. I don't think anyone is beating Kansas City. I do not. But, and maybe I need to speed up my process in life, but I'm just not ready to just jump to the Bills putting them there. Uh, but maybe I need maybe I need to go back and watch their demolishing this weekend of the Broncos and change my opinion. Do you think that Josh Allen deserves MVP consideration? No, but okay. I think he's having a great year. I think right now the only two people that deserve MVP consideration are Rodgers and Mahomes. Period. Okay, so we got it right here, smack dab on the rundown, crushing it. Does Josh Allen deserve MVP consideration? But you're saying that he's third. Verderam has a vote. You put in. Th- Number three? Uh, I think he's – you know what? If I had to, to to steal your bit here to power rank him, God, man, I think I'd take Mahomes by the slimmest of margins right now over Rodgers. And, and you could convince me the other way. I, I think it's really, really close. I just think right now, my God, the Chiefs are probably going to be 15-1. and one, And he's going to throw for like 5,000 yards. Um, after those two – I think I got Derrick Henry third, Josh Allen fourth, man. We're going to get to Henry in a bit here. Henry is just having an unbelievable year. He is, and I think it's only going to get better come playoff time. Titans going on a deep playoff run, damn it. Let's talk about the worst win in the history of the NFL. You have got to be kidding me. Adam Gase, wow. The New York Jets go on the road. And beat the Rams, and 
Take yourself out of Trevor Lawrence. By the way, I don't know if you saw Justin Fields play against the Northwestern Wildcats over the weekend. As Matt Verderam would say, good luck with that. I would not be super excited about that situation. This is a brutal win by the Jets. Brutal. Just Only don't know how to do it hurt their fans. That is the most toxic relationship going. Uh, look, man, this isn't exactly high-level analysis. Like, Why people what, come to this podcast. What for. an effing disaster. Like, just all you had to do was be who you are for the last three weeks of the season. And they come out – and, like, look, if you're a player, you're, you're happy as hell, right? You don't want to go on 16. I get that. If you're a fan of the team, you want to cry. You probably are crying. You might just, be drinking. Just fake that the whole tell, – tell the team that they all tested positive from COVID. Do something. Don't let it's, them go out there and win a football game. It's so bad. Like, if you're in Jacksonville, you're, all, all 12 Jags fans are dancing in the streets right now, right? It's, it's yeah. a full-on party in Duval. And you got to think, like, if you're Jacksonville, man, you got the Bears, you're going to lose that game. Then you're at the Colts. You're losing that game. Like, you're going 1-15, and, and you're going to get Lawrence. And I got to tell you, if I'm Trevor Lawrence, man, I'm thrilled. I'm going to a media market where nobody cares. I got, I got no state income tax. I got great weather. And, oh, by the way, I've got James Robinson and LaVisca Chenault and DJ Chark. And I'll tell you, that job just became a hell of a lot more attractive, didn't it? And if you're the Jets, oof, that job became a whole lot less attractive. By the way, don't just pencil in a victory Bears over Jacksonville as much as I'm because You're scared money. They're going to win that. Are you kidding me? They're not going to lose that team. Mike Glennon knows the Bears well. He's down in Jacksonville. He might not be suiting up anymore or starting anymore. But Glennon's got the keys to the car, baby. He's going to be giving all the the Matt Nagy tricks. Watch out, pal. Oh, God almighty. (laughs) Uh, all right, J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 Jets. What do you think this means for the Rams? I think it's about the most embarrassing possible uh, way to lose a game. Like, really, I, I can't imagine a more embarrassing loss. Um, the good news, if you're the Rams, your divisional destiny is in your hands. Win the next two, you win the division. They play Seattle next week. They win. They're tied. They're on the tiebreaker, and then they play the Cardinals. You yeah, lose this game, uh, and and you're you're basically staring down the barrel of a five or a six or you know maybe even a seven seed. So, uh, tough news. Tough news if you're the Rams, but it doesn't really impact them in terms of division. Like, I mean, it does in the sense that they've beaten the Jets and then beaten the Seahawks. They wouldn't even have to beat the Cardinals, but. Helps your Bears. My, Rams are going to need to be playing that game against the Cardinals now in all likelihood. So, um, listen, I, I do think that the Rams still have some control of themselves. But I got to say, if you're losing to the Jets, you're not a Super Bowl team. I'm sorry. You're not. Like, I, you, you think the Packers would have lost to the Jets or the Chiefs or anything? No, there's no way in hell. First of all, Chiefs played them and killed them. Uh, the Packers wouldn't lose a game like that. To lose to the Jets in that spot is just ridiculous. Just for the record, if I was going to be remotely kind to the Rams slash optimistic Jet guy, 
They should have beaten the Raiders. Absolutely should have. The Greg Williams game, that was ridiculous. So that was one win. They certainly could have beaten the Chargers. That's two. And they had the Patriots in trouble, too. So the Jets could actually have four wins. Yeah, if they don't. But they don't. And they just ruined everyone's life. They even ruined non-Jet fans' lives. Like, I, I don't want you to be bad for life. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. You had Trevor Lawrence. That's a once-in-a-generation quarterback coming. That's unbelievable. Truly unbelievable. All right. Um, who does Jacksonville have the last week? Is that a winnable I game? I didn't think. Okay. Say goodnight. Okay. Let's go into the future. Who is going to be on the outside of the AFC wild card chase? So let me just uh, do the old standings for you right now as you are listening to Stacking the Box. Thank you, by the way, for listening. And feel free to give a rating and tell a friend we our lives are pathetic and we need you desperately. So thank you. Um, so Miami and the Ravens are both 9-5. and five. Uh, The Raiders are done. So it's really going to come down to and, – and uh, the Browns are uh, going to beat the Giants. We're, there's four minutes left in the game as we're taping this. It's 20-6. to six, So Cleveland's going to be 10-4. and four. Uh, That feels safe for the, for the Brownies for the moment at least. How do you size this up? So I, I've said that the Browns need to beat the Giants right now. We're doing this with uh, games still going on, but considering the 14 points, I'm assuming the Browns are going to win this game. The Browns are going to make the playoffs. Congratulations to Cleveland, Indianapolis, making the playoffs. Baltimore is going to win 11 games. I guess I, that's how I should word this. All these teams are going to get to 11 games. So now, 11 wins, minimum. So can Miami get to 11 wins? To do that, they've got to win out. They've got to beat the Raiders on Saturday, which they could definitely do. I think they will do. Do they beat the Bills in Buffalo? Here's the, here's the nutso thing about all this. So let's play this out. Okay, let's just real quick say, all right, Browns, Ravens, Colts, and uh, Dolphins. And Dolphins, thank you. All get to 11 wins. If my memory serves me correctly, that would mean that you'd have a you know four-way tie, three spots to go. I, I think Cleveland's out, I think, which is just bananas. But it's – I just don't think it's – I don't think it's going to get there. I think the Dolphins are not going to beat the Bills. That's well, the problem. The Dolphins if, – if they all got to 11, the Dolphins would win the tiebreaker over Baltimore based on best win percent but in conference games. But I guess you're, you're – okay, I don't know what the Cleveland scenario would be in all of that. Okay. Because Cleveland will lose the tiebreaker to Baltimore. Oh, okay. I got it. I got it. You know what I mean? So that's yeah, where yeah. you – Okay. Miami's not winning out. Buffalo's going to beat them. The Bills are – the, the Dolphins were lucky to get past the Patriots today, honestly. And Tua sucks. Am I missing Tua, something? Tua is not um, – He sucks. He's, he's not great. I mean, I'm not saying he's not going to get to be a decent quarterback, but he's not good. What did he throw for today? Uh, 150 some. I mean, it, it. Every time I see Tua, it doesn't look good. It just doesn't. Um, so I am. I agree with you. Uh, as of right now, I agree with you. Like he's just, he's kind of there right now. 
Like he's along for the ride. He's a passenger. Um, he he ain't ever going to be an impact quarterback. No wow. way. You already did that far, huh? It just doesn't look that good coming out of his hands, man. There's no there's no oomph on his ball. I don't know. I I don't see it. I really don't. So you know, yeah. By the way, for the record here, if all those teams finished at eleven and five, Indianapolis doesn't get in. You sure? Yes. Positive. Okay. Miami right. be the five, Baltimore would be the six, Cleveland would be the seven. So that's it. I think Miami will lose one of these games. So I think they're the odd team out. But just just to clear it up since we, you know, we're talking about it. Yeah. If they all finished eleven and five, yes. Indianapolis would be the team that does not get in. All right, let's go to Philly and good comeback by the old Eagles. Almost got past Arizona, which would have been sweet, but you didn't do it. Uh, Carson Wentz, by the way, his comments are unbelievable. I don't want to be a backup. You don't want to be a backup. Who's giving you a starting job there, pal? Hurts today, 24-44, 338, three touchdowns, was not intercepted, QBR of 60.8, quarterback rating 102.3. Brought him back, too. I mean, it was – Arizona jumped out early here, but uh, you you had a tie game going into the fourth quarter, but the Cardinals came through a big day for Kyler Murray. What what do you – what are your – what are your, what's your takeaway from Jalen Hurts and Carlson Wentz? Is it all over? Because it, it's got to be over. It has to be. Yeah, it's over. And you know what? Shame on the Eagles. Uh, or excuse me, not shame on the Eagles. Shame on Carson Wentz. You know damn well. I mean, you, you've been in the media for a lot longer than I have. I've covered this league for a few years now. That story got leaked from Carson Wentz's camp, that he's not happy being a backup. He doesn't like the, whole, the way this whole thing went down. Get lost. You sucked all year long. You've been garbage for three months, and that team's given him every shot in the world to try to win that job, stay in that job. They've been paying him a fortune to stink every single week. He doesn't like the way it went. What did he think? They were just going to start him till kingdom come? He stinks. He's been god-awful all year long. I would make a real argument that – of real starting quarterbacks in the NFL. I'm talking not like guys who have come in for injuries, like real starting quarterback. He's the worst damn player in the league this year at his own position. And he doesn't like that he got benched? Like, what are you kidding? What did you think was going to happen? And Jalen Hurst has come in. He's done a nice job. Uh, yeah, to answer the question, oh, uh, yeah, it's over. It's over. And Carson Wentz whining about it through the media, whether it be through his agent or whatever, is a joke. He's going to be gone. This is going to be a Brock Osweiler situation where they have to send a pick with him to get rid of him. That's what's coming. They're going to have to attach some kind of draft pick for some team to take on his $34 million, and they're, they're going to put the door on his ass and send him out of town. Whether that's Indianapolis, somewhere else, San Francisco, I don't know. Uh, that's for another day. But he will be out the door or, worst case, holding a clipboard next year. They're not sitting. Right. They're not sitting hurts after all this. And I could very much, because they they appreciate Carson at the end of the day in Philly, so he could end up coming back. And when Jalen Hurts gets hurt, well, that's when you're not done in Philly. I could see that playing out 
because that, that would actually be my guess. You'll play again. You'll play when Jalen Hurts gets hurt. Uh, let's go back to Cleveland. Do the Browns not just get in, but they actually win a playoff game? If you lined up the playoffs right now, the Browns are the sixth seed. That means they would play the Bills in Buffalo to start the playoffs if the playoffs were today for the record. The Bills have been or the Browns have been impressive here the last couple of weeks. Mayfield's played much better. I just think they're gonna have a tough time. So I think the AC's really good. Like it's not a matter of that. I don't think they're capable of winning one. I don't think they will win one. I think they're gonna get Pittsburgh or Buffalo in the first, and I just don't think they're gonna beat those teams in the playoffs. I don't. Um but they've impressed me. You go out, you beat the Titans, you come home, you play the Ravens in a game that, listen, there's no shame in losing that game. That was a great game. Uh, then you go and you handle the Giants, no problem. I'm impressed. I just, the biggest hang-up I have with them is against a good offense. Their defense is not good. They're just not good defensively. Garrett's great. Ward's really good. Everybody else in that team's a problem. So I don't think they win a playoff game. But I do think they're capable of it, if that makes sense. The playoffs are going to be freaking awesome. The Steelers could easily lose to whoever the seven seed is. Buffalo, that will be highly interesting to see if they can get through round one. We could have a Colts-Titans rematch. That would be sweet. NFC, whoever gets the Saints and or the Seahawks, Cardinals, Bears, Bucks. Entirely possible there could be an upset there. Uh, I, I wouldn't rule out, uh, you know, whoever comes out of the, the NFC East. By the way, Dallas, uh, you're back in it. The Wild and Willie NFC East. I, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, let, let's, go, let's go to the Bears. Do the Chicago Bears find their way into the playoffs? How the hell did you lose that freaking game to Detroit? Meanwhile, how the hell did you lose six games in a row? To start five and one with seven playoff teams and be in this position is pathetic, disgusting, gross. I hate it. But you are redeeming yourself with two wins the last couple of weeks. Mitchell Trubisky is playing good football. The Interception in the end zone late was absolutely brutal, but the play design sucked, and Trubisky's throw was terrible. But I, I, I'm not putting it a thousand percent on him. Any rate, the Say defense. It, Who do you got, Bears or Cards? Uh, I got the Bears, man. Let's go Bears. Bear down. Even though their defense, by the way, the the vaunted Bear Elite defense is anything but right now, but. I think they've got their offense figured out, and I like them. I, I do. I'm, I'm betting on Chicago. I, I can't believe I'm saying this. I, I actually am, too. I think the Bears winning these last two games, I think they're beating Jacksonville. They should certainly beat Jacksonville. Okay. And you start looking at it, and you're like, well, <laughs> F it. Green Bay is going to have nothing to play for. Like That was always my thing. I'm like, well, they're not going to beat the Packers. Well, <laughs> They might beat the Packers because Green Bay could be sitting everybody. So does Green Bay even care? Probably it's not. Really, it, it's interesting from uh, do you – does Green Bay put Aaron Rodgers at risk just to stay sharp and knock out Chicago at the same time? 
Right. Maybe, maybe, maybe they don't want to play the Bears. I highly doubt that. Highly. I don't, I don't think they care because, you know what, man, the Bears have to win a playoff game because they have a bye. You know, I, I just think – I think they play him for like half the game, maybe a quarter, and they'd set him. I do. I think that'd be it. Like, and if, the, if that happens, the Bears are going to win that game. They're not losing to Green Bay. They're not losing to Jordan Love. I'm sorry. That ain't happening. So, I mean, the Cardinals – could they win both their games? Yeah. I mean, look, they're home to the Niners who they should beat. The question becomes week 17 for the Rams. The Rams need that game? Because if the Rams need that game, the Rams are going to beat Arizona. They're going to beat them. They own them. They beat them every time they play them. And so, yeah, I'm going to go with the Bears. I do think it's a it's a coin flip right now. But all circumstances, yeah, I'm taking Chicago. I just love that at least there's relevant football. Ed Obradovich, my radio partner on WGN. This is the Super Bowl. It's the Super Bowl. Man, he's oh, content. What is he, 80? Uh, oh, yes, close to it. OB, um, it can't really be the Super Bowl. It's two six and seven football teams playing. Up. This is what he was saying before the game this week. Um, NFL champion, 1963, Chicago Bears, Ed Obradovich, my guy, uh, along with Dan Hampton. But um, he's 80 years old, damn it. May 21st, 1940, OB was born. Uh, he called to the Super Bowl. The Bears won the Super Bowl in Ed Bradovich's world today. Uh, let's do in or out. Derrick Henry, we're starting with him, is going to rush for 2,000 yards. Now, Derrick Henry, at this very moment, program, do you have the, he's got 1,532, is that right? Or do they not he, update it? He needs uh, 351 yards. He's 351, so they didn't update it. Okay. Okay, 351. I, I, I'm out, but I, I would not be shocked if he does it. Like, he's going to rush for a lot of yards against Green Bay. Green Bay can't stop anybody from running the ball. He's going to rush for 150 in that game. Like, I really believe that. And then it gets to – they play Houston Week 17, man. You seen Houston? Like, if they really want to get him to, to 2,000, they're going to. I just don't know that they're going to want to because they might be looking at, hey, we got to keep you fresh for the playoffs there, big boy. But I I think he's cracking 1,900. Like, I think I think by the second half of Week 17, you're going to be looking up at that going, oh, man, he's, you know, he's got a shot. He's got a shot. But I think he falls just shy. Last year, he ran, rushed for 1,540. 2018, he was at 1,059. By the way, his average yards of carry are basically the same. Four nine five one. This year's five two. There's a given in the ball more. Um, I appreciate that. They're uh, Mike Vrabel and company. All right. Uh, I don't think he's going to do it, but I, I, it'll be fun to watch regardless. The Jets should trade back if they land number two overall. In repeat after me. I Kevin take you Susan. I Kevin take you Susan. It's a Jamie from Progressive. Shh, Jamie. No, it's all right. I can talk. Progressive protects you 24-7, which means you can contact us anytime. Shh. Hmm. I'm getting a loud shh sound, so I'm going to talk louder. What can I help you with today? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Progressive can do that. Ugh, there's that noise again. Hold on. Let me put you on speaker. Contact us 24-7 on the phone, online, or on the mobile app. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Covered subject to policy terms. Or out. If they don't love Justin Fields, they should trade back. Have you watched him? I'll be honest with you. 
I haven't. I've seen plenty of Lawrence over the last couple of years. I have not watched. I mean, I've seen like little bits and but not anything I feel comfortable saying. Yeah, I have a real opinion of. I mean, Northwestern. They schemed their defense to stop him, and they gave up 300 yards to Ohio State running back. So that wasn't great. But he he, he he did not. I wasn't impressed at all. Um, he's elusive. He can run. He's big, six four. Um, but he's not, I wouldn't call him, he's not, you know, super fast. I don't know. I, I would say the Jets should trade back if they get that. No, if, if, if they don't love him, they should trade back. Cause you want to know how you screw a team up even worse. You take some quarterback you don't really love. And then you end up with just three years, four years of dreck. Mm. Like if they don't love him, trade out of it because they need a lot of help. So, you know, play Darnold one more year. You know, I, I, it wouldn't be the worst thing I've ever seen a team do. Let's get that one on the on the rundown before the end of the year. The, should the Jets or the Bears uh, give Darnold and or Trubisky one more spin? I actually think the Bears should give Trubisky another spin. It's unbelievable that I've gotten there, but I, I'm there. Do you, what do you think it will cost to sign Mitchell Trubisky? Oh, my God. Are, you, are we talking dollars or dignity? Uh <laughs> Forget about your dignity. Can I get him for two years and ten million? No, no way. Can I get him for two years and twenty million? No, because you're paying Foles like twenty some odd million dollars a year. So you think that Trubisky's worth twenty million on the opening market? I, I think I, I'll tell you right now, man. His agent's going to go to the Bears and go. You're paying that guy twenty million dollars. But somebody's got to. But somebody's got to step up and be willing to give him that money. I, I understand that. But look, I'll I'll put it this way. I don't think somebody'd give him twenty million on the outside market. Okay, let's let's work off this. Mariota got paid two years, seventeen million last offseason to be a backup. Bears want him to be a starter. The Bears also are going to be motivated to keep him off. I'll tell you what I would do if I were the Bears, man. I I would offer him if you want to keep him. Two and two and thirty, and go from there. Two and thirty. Well, th- thirty over the two years. I, I understand. Fifteen million a shot. You think he's going to get it? You think that someone's going to give Mitchell Trubisky two and twenty-five? I think it's. I think it's reasonable to think because look, he's going to say, "You want to keep me off the open market? Franchise me." I don't know. And and they wouldn't. I don't think they would do that. They'd be insane. No, they're. Okay. You can hit the open market. We're just going to be at the top of the open market. What's it going to be? That's I, that's I, how I that's how I would. I think it. two to twenty five, two to thirties is probably reasonable. what he gets. That, right. That's my that's my guess. I mean, look, man, I you never know if the cap's way down, they could get him for nothing. But I, I they they made the decision to decline that option, and I think they were right to do it. I'll tell you right now, I'd let his ass walk. That's just me. I'd let him walk, man. I know he's played well for three games. He still turns the ball over. Like I, It's three effing games against the Lions, the Texans, and the Vikings. You all suck. Let's be honest. The Lions can't stop a nosebleed. The Texans are the worst defense in football, and the Vikings are awful. Awful. I, like, what, yeah. is, what is his ceiling? Andy Dalton? Like, I, I don't know. I, I'd let him walk. Yeah, but okay. You're, who, who are you bringing in? Uh, listen, I think they should keep him and draft a quarterback. That's what I would Would do. you rather bring in Jameis? No. No, you wouldn't. No, no, okay. I wouldn't. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not strictly opposed to that, but probably not. No. 
Right. Uh, I think Mitch is getting better. I really do. So I'm not saying he's great, but he's getting better. And some guys take a little bit more time. He barely played in college. The guy started one damn season. Um, and he's finally starting to feel what he is. It's not the sexiest guy going, but I think you can win with him. I really do. All right. Let's go. The Chiefs should be concerned about their defense. Uh, Bertram, this is all you, brother. Uh, yeah, I think they should be. I think that's the way they would lose. If it's going to be to the Bills or the Packers, yeah, I think so. Um, they, they are the worst defense in the NFL in the red zone. And we're again today. Just atrocious. Can't stop anybody. Uh, they, they don't get pressure. You know, they did hit Breeze seven times. They sacked him once. It's better, but it's just, I mean, they're paying Frank Clark and Chris Jones a gazillion dollars and, and they don't, they don't get sacks. Um, their run defense has been a lot better recently, a lot better. But their pressure rate is an issue. They are blitzing like crazy to get pressure. And it does work when they blitz, but they have to blitz a lot. Now, they have the coverage guys to sometimes do it. I don't think it's a concern to the point that I don't think they're the best team in football. I do. I still think they have an average defense. But I think if you catch the Chiefs on it on the wrong day, or I guess on the right day from that perspective, it is becoming an issue where they are just so bad in the red zone and they're not consistent enough in the pass rush. Yeah, I could see a team scoring 34 points on them. I could. Now, is that enough to beat them? I don't know. It might not be. I mean, I just watched them play the Saints and they dropped the million passes. And as you point out, they couldn't block at all because Fisher's playing hurt and they had no right tackle. Their guard was playing right tackle today. And uh, Mahomes wasn't particularly great. And Edwards Alaire got hurt, and they scored 32 points like they didn't even have to try. So I don't know if 34 is enough to beat him. The Saints are a really good defense, made no difference. I don't know. But I do think, I do think the defense is, is a cause for some concern. I just don't see a, any real high-powered offenses out there that's going to give them huge problems. I think the Bills and the Packers are right, man. Maybe Seattle. Maybe. I suppose. Sure. I mean, listen. But would I take the Chiefs? Yeah, I would. Yeah. No, I, I got it. Um, all right. Tampa Bay shouldn't feel good about Sunday's win in or out. I'll, I'll lead on this one. Yeah. I'm out on that, man. You, you had, I don't know, 95% of the NFL writing you off that Atlanta came to play and you didn't and Tom Brady was old and the Bucks suck and this is a terrible loss. To rally the way the Bucks did, putting up 31 points in the second half, to come back and, and, and you were down 17 zip at the half, and Brady to throw for 390 yards and a couple of touchdowns, give Leonard Fournette a couple a, a drop of credit too for getting in the end zone twice. I, I think you feel great if you're Tampa, or at least, you know, I'm not walking around with my head in the sand. I don't, I don't feel great about that if I'm Tampa. Like, can they ever just come out and play well, ever? Like, they needed Dan Bailey to miss 900 kicks to beat them. They, they dicked around in this Atlanta game forever, 17-0. Like look, let's call it what it is. They're so effing lucky that the Falcons are the Falcons and just, just fall apart every game. But by the way, Kansas City plays Atlanta next week at Arrowhead. I'm looking forward to 55 points in that game. I, I, I just – I look at the Bucs and it's like, okay, why should I believe in you in the playoffs? What is the reasoning? 
The roster, well, think, like the roster's great, but like, they, they, what do they ever do? They just they, they screw around. They have no identity. Brady looks great for a drive, then he's awful for a quarter. Defensively, they're a mess. You have a million points. I just, I don't know, man. I look at them and it's like, yeah, you should be happy you won, but like, congrats, I guess. I, it's just bad, man. It's just ba- that roster, they should be so much better than they are. And it, it's just, it's like, eh, all right, cool. Enjoy getting to the playoffs and getting beat either in the first round or if you get the NFC East team in the second round. Yeah, no, they're not, they're not winning the Super Bowl. But you're Tampa. Getting in the playoffs and winning a game would be, I mean, the, the you know, be a good season to say the least. Um, and listen, if you lost the game, now you start to worry about are you going to get caught and somehow not make the playoffs, um, which you know ain't going to happen. But uh, no, no. Uh, but I, I actually was impressed they came back and, and got her done. All right, let's wrap it up here. Verram, it's Christmas. What's up with you? Taking a damn vacation. Uh, I, I'm off uh, until Sunday. Uh, we will, you know, we're we'll, we not doing the podcast here during the course of this week. We'll be back on Sunday. Um, as everybody's kind of getting away for the holidays. So, we'll, but we will be back. Don't worry. Um, and if you listen to the Arrowhead Eye podcast, I will be doing that on Wednesday. So, but otherwise I'm off. I'm on vacation. I'll still be doing all my written stuff because, you know, that never stops. Uh, football is football. And then I'll, they're not taking vacation with me. So I'll still do all that. But, uh, I'm thinking that yeah, damn vacation, man. The, the old man, he's he's actually behind me listening live here to the podcast. And uh he's out here for a few days with my mom and they're enjoying some time with me. It's just been great. Um and then hey, news came down. Congrats, Carm. We're all getting six hundred bucks. So <laughs> I hope you're ready to go to uh you know, uh, go out to a, a nice, maybe a masked dinner with the, with your beautiful wife, and then uh fill up the car with a tank of gas. Get some Reese's and then deposit the last thirty-seven dollars you have. Good for us. Yeah, uh, that's just not the way I want to wrap up the podcast. Even think about what's going on in Washington. Can we get your dad on the pod right now? Is he in the room? He's behind me, just laid out on the couch, and he's. he's uh, I mean, I, I feel he's, like he's we coming get here. A, I think he, I hear a stirring. Yeah, I mean, okay. let's get it. Let's let's get him. Mr. Vertram, yeah. how are you, sir? Okay, good. How are you, Carmen? Congratulations to your dad and his birthday. Oh, thank you so much. I mean, this is the first time we've had a live listener on the show. I think this is a big moment. So we had. I I wanted, you know, take advantage of it. How, how proud of you are your son of everything he's accomplished? Oh God. I just want you to know, the two of you, this is definitely my favorite podcast. <laughs> I'm always bugging them. When is it going to be up? What's taking so long? Is it you, Carm? What's going on? Get it up so I can listen to it on my way home from work. It's well, me. he's got to point the thumb on that one. I got nothing to do with it. So uh, you, you got to look at your son there. But you, you did an incredible job raising a, a fine young man here now, dad of his own. And He's, he's an honor to be with twice a week, Mr. Vitteram, so thank you. Well, thank you very much. That's nice of you to say. He's, he's, he's a good kid. Go, go Knicks. Hey, go. Actually, actually, you look good in the preseason. Looking forward <laughs> to pain. <laughs> hey, man, I'm a Tom Thibodeau guy. So whatever, whatever is available on that roster, he will squeeze it out. Might kill him in the process, but he's going to do it. So, uh, yeah. They're going to screw us. Yeah, they, they, I didn't they, even they, know they were still in the league, but okay, <laughs> go next. 
Is there a, is there a, a 30 second story you could tell about Matt that sums him up when he was 10 years old? Oh, no, but the only thing I will say is, uh, ever since I can remember, he just loved football. So, uh, it was always his dream to, you know, get in the industry. And I remember when he moved out here and, uh, you know, at the time he was working hard and thinking either, you know, uh, going into this and then he was, you know, it was kind of tough and he was thinking about possibly maybe doing some teaching. And then he got the call to come out here and said, what should I do? I said, this is what you've wanted to do your whole life. You got to go do it. You know, now, that's awesome. I love that. That is a, actually a true story that dad got offered the job. I fan sided. I got accepted into graduate school to be a high school teacher and I had to pick one. And so I asked, I asked my dad, and that was the advice. And I took it and here we are. Because your father is here, I'll say this, that, you know, that's terrible that the high school has lost the incredible teacher. <laughs> I would have gotten fired. <laughs> Just do your homework. <laughs> what are you looking at me for? You want to be something or not? I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I would have co- I would have done some high school teaching. I wouldn't have lasted in middle school. Uh well, Mr. Verderam, great to see you. Thank you for being on the pod. Matt, you're the best, and uh, we'll talk next Sunday night. Carm is doing my own slight vacation this week. I, 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 I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but I think I might try to go go somewhere. Galena, Illinois could be calling my name. Hey, Galena's fun. Went there with Even, the wife for the anniversary last year. Yeah, well, I can't, yeah I, before the pandemic. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to leave the state because there's uh, all sorts of – restrictions going on there. I'm a follow the rules karm over here. So thank you again for everybody, by the way, for listening to stack in the box to have a very safe, uh, fruitful, fun, relaxing holiday season. We'll see you next Sunday night. Sick of being upsold at gyms. My guy, you're currently a base member for $90 more. I can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more. You'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach sweat platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.